You are now listening to Black Guy Therapy, a therapeutic podcast. Hey, hey, what hey, what's up? What's what up? up? What's up, everybody? What up? What up? What up? What up? You be messing up my intro, man. I'm sorry, sir. I'm sorry. I'm, okay. I'm a guest. That's okay. So I'm going to act <laughs> right. like guests can't mess up my intro. Guess what? <laughs> I'm the untrained guest. Welcome back to Black Eye Therapy. Y'all already know what it is. We're a therapy podcast and we're here for you. Thanks for clicking because we're here. Yeah, appreciate that. Charlemagne, we live. <laughs> so, um, again, you know, we're a therapy podcast and each week we bring to you something else that affects us as black men or just as black people in general because we're a therapy podcast and sometimes we got to talk about these things. Yes, sir. Now, Henry has has had something on his mind and he won't talk about something today. So go ahead and let the world know what you want to talk about today, Henry. The American dream the American for dream. for us. Mm. And when I say us, I mean black men. Okay. So so what about that? Are we a part of the American dream? Where do we fit in the spectrum of the American dream? Who typically says you're living the American dream? When this country was founded, were we in mind for the American dream? Those are the questions I have today. So I've got a uh, a definition here. Okay, let's go. The American dream, the ideal by which equality of opportunity is available to any American, allowing the highest aspirations and goals to be achieved. And this is from Oxford, the Oxford Dictionary. So how many lies were in that definition alone? Boy. (laughs) Break that one down for us. So (laughs) honestly, I don't even know where to start with this one. I'm going to say first sentence probably, first couple of words. Equality of opportunity. Okay. Let's let's, Let's, let's let's dissect that one right there in itself. So first and foremost, equality. What does equality mean? Do we need to get the, the definition? Do, do we need to? Yeah, let's the, do that. Let's okay. do the proper term for it. Let's do proper okay. term. Yeah, let's, let's, let's do the proper scenarios because, you know, we got people out there that love to fact check us. So, and, and while, while we're pulling up equality, equality yeah. Equality. <laughs> Noun. <laughs> the state of being equal, especially in status, rights, and opportunities. Mm. Okay. So there's another definition that (laughs) there was another definition that doesn't fit us. Yeah, this concept. Yeah, yeah. Okay, so so we now know what equality is based on the dictionary. Mm -hmm. It also mentions opportunity. So so let's now talk about opportunity. Yeah. What is opportunity? Wait, am I? Do I have to? Dictionary opportunity too. Yeah, let's pull this one <laughs> yeah, out too, yeah, please, yeah. sir. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. If you don't mind, you know, Todd. Okay. Um, opportunity. Noun. Opportunity. A set of circumstances that makes it possible to do something. Mm. That doesn't sound like it fits us. Isn't that weird? Yeah. Who? 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 Whose dictionary is that? That you're getting this from? Webster's. Oh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> The English dictionary. Keyword English. <laughs> mm. So this is an interesting topic for me because I 
again, a whole lot to unpack here, but let me let me give a quick comparison. Immediately, what I think about when I the term American Dream pops into my mind, the most recent term that came that I believe is extremely divisive, which is the Make America Great Again. Mm. Yeah. That's the first thing that pops into my mind when I think American Dream. Because it's so curious to me that this country where people already lived, existed, breathed, they, they built lives, they built legacies. Somebody else came in, mm-hmm. lied, cheated, stole, mm-hmm. killed, mm-hmm. infected with disease, colonized us. Mm-hmm. All of these things, and now claim that this is my country. Yeah. Isn't that weird? Mm-hmm. Thanksgiving was disguised as a feast. Isn't that something else? Pull yourself up by your bootstraps. Mm-mm. <laughs> mm. <laughs> everybody in the room, everybody in the room is dumbfounded right now, looking at each other. We we really looking at each other. I think this one is gonna go a little. This might be one of our best shows after we get in get in here and break this down. But it's it's so for me, realistically, it's so hard to outside of breaking down, excuse me, breaking down every word, Mm -hmm. it's so hard to kind of (laughs) put this into perspective because it is so large. Yeah. And the problem for, let me just start with this for me then. Okay. And then let's see where it goes from here. Okay. My biggest problem with the American dream is in our culture, in my household, when I grew up, Mm -hmm. I was told you need to make sure that you do X, Y, and Z. And X, Y, and Z usually included go to high school, graduate, go to college, get a good job. And that was it. And that was it. Yeah. Yeah. Same thing in my household. Go to school, get a good education, get a job, work 30 to 40 years, retire, and you're good. You're good. Right. So for me, when I think about that, now as an adult versus then as a child, I didn't understand. Now I'm like, that was pretty bad advice. Yeah. Yeah, it really was. Because what we were working towards was something that was never meant to include us. us. Correct. Oh, no, 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 no. It was meant to include you. As but, the worker. But listen to what you just said. Grow up, go to school, get an education, get a job. Mm-hmm. And then that you work at some place for 30 years. Let them. Fair. See, you, you see what I'm saying? Yeah. The system worked exactly the way it was supposed to. Yes. So that was the the, that was a design. To, yeah, hell yes, design. The, because who's gonna who else is gonna uh, manage these multi million dollar companies? Mm-hmm. You think the motherfuckers who who started it gonna do that? <laughs> no. They, no, they, no. They, 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 they sit down getting a check. Yeah, yeah. yeah they gonna, they <laughs> yeah. gonna get that check. They would rather pay you pennies. Yeah. While they make big dollars. That that ro that ROI. All right. And here's what here's what one of the things that really bothers me about this scenario. Is that when I have people that look like me, mm-hmm. men that look like me, mm-hmm. that have found their way to success. Mm-hmm. And by success, I simply mean they're living above the the stat quo that we're used to. Correct. So I, my professional opinion is this. Okay. If as a, as a man of color, if you come from a similar circumstance as I did, if you're making $50,000 a year legally, you're winning. Now think about that. Okay. $50,000 a year and you're winning based off of where I came from because that was unheard of. Mm-hmm. So when you get around these people 
that feel like they're not making this salary. And oh my God, don't let a brother be making 80, 90, a hundred thousand dollars a year. Yeah. I have arrived. I have arrived. <laughs> I made it. I've made it. And you can always tell the people who have not lost touch with reality mm-hmm. by the things that they do and Most what they what they spend the majority of their time trying to help. Gotcha. So when I'm around folks that have made it, mm-hmm. but the majority of their time is spent on just them, their household. And I know I talk about this all the time, the whole four walls concept. Four walls, yeah. But when I'm around that type of brother, I know you're out of touch with reality. Yeah. So what I also expect is you're going to be like Stephen A. Smith. You're going to have no problems getting out there talking bad about black people and the plight of black people. But you're not going to say a word about the other side, about the other side. No, not at all. But he but he talks about and and, and we're using him as an example mm-hmm. here, but. You know, he talks about his 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 life growing mm-hmm. up, and I did this, and I did that, and I didn't. I knew I didn't want to be this, so I did that. Yeah. Right. But he also talks about well, I had to go through the suck too. Like I went to. So the fact that you acknowledge that you went through this and you understand what you went through, and still do it, that's an even bigger issue. But but and and this I don't know is Stephen A. Is he? What is he doing in his community? You know what I'm saying? Yep. Yeah. Great question. And we, we don't know that. Yeah. Correct. Because, yep. you know, a lot of people like to see it. If they don't see it, then they're not doing it. He mm-hmm. can actually be doing something in his community. He doesn't have to, you know, social media that right. or, or anything or publicize that at all. That's yeah. his own personal Agreed. personal thing that he's doing. Yep. So it's not the ba- we're not bashing Stephen A. Stephen A., if you listen, we're not bashing you. Oh, no, just, I'm about to bash him. Okay. Well, never mind. Never mind. Yeah. <laughs> no, I'm, I'm sorry. About to bash I'm, him. I'm sorry. Joel, take it away. So does anybody remember when... He had a show prior to the show with uh, Skip Bayless. I can't remember the Stephen name of it. I thought it was a Stephen A. Speak for you. Uh, what was the name of the show? I can't remember the name of the show. I'm dumbfounded. I don't. Yes, he had a show before. And, and Todd will give us the name here in just a second. He lost that show. Mm. Does anybody remember when Ray Rice had the incident with his now wife? Yeah, I remember that. Does incident. anybody remember what Stephen A. Smith said? No, nah, what 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 was the what was the verbatim on that one? I'm gonna paraphrase because I, I certainly don't want to misquote. Okay. But the sum of it was Ray Rice was wrong for what he did. Correct. However, women don't need to be putting themselves in positions. Don't do anything to provoke man, that one. Yes. Basically don't antagonize and bring back the wrath on yourself. Hold which on. I firmly believe is the case. Let's see if we can pull that up here. <laughs> wow. I mean by that we keep talking about the guys we know you have no business putting your hands on a woman I don't know how many times I got to reiterate that but as a man who was raised by women see I know what I'm gonna do if somebody touches a female member of my family I know what I'm gonna do I know what my boys are gonna do I know what I'm gonna have to remind myself that I work for the worldwide leader I'm gonna have to get law enforcement officials involved because of what I'm gonna be tempted to do but what I've tried to employ the female members of my family some of who you all met and talked to and what have you is that again and this is what I've done this all my life let's make sure we don't do anything to provoke wrong actions because if I come 
or somebody else come, whether it's law enforcement officials, your brother, or, or, or the fellas that you know, if we come after somebody has put their hands on you, it doesn't negate the fact that they already put their hands on you. So let's try to make sure that we can do our part in making sure that that doesn't happen. Now, All right. Thank you for that. No problem. That's what I'm here for. As a result of that, do you guys remember what happened? Stephen A. apologized. Eventually. Why? I don't remember why he apologized. but Michelle Beadle came out and made a fuss about it. She thought that what he was saying was very dismissive. It was, as they say, was it victim shaming? Isn't yeah. that the new term we use yeah, now yeah. in 2019? Yeah, it's old sensitive stuff. Yeah. yeah. That's basically what she said. And Stephen A. came out crying and apologizing. Since then, when has the when is the last time you've heard him say anything anti or opposing this system that we see that's in place? On the flip side, how many times have you heard him directly attacking a man or woman of color? Stay off the, the weed. weed. Yeah. 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 <laughs> You yeah, see what I'm saying? Yeah, I see where yeah. you're going with that. Yeah, I see so where you're going with that. That yeah. is my problem is that there are too many of us in our culture that believe in the American dream, not because they think that it's this, this grandiose thing, but they found a way to make it better for themselves. Mm-hmm. And they will at any moment throw their culture, their family, their integrity under the bus because they're afraid they'll lose it. But if you're an individual at that stature, Stephen A. Smith, if he if he doesn't believe that he can get fired from ESPN and go get another job somewhere else, then he's fooling himself. Yeah. Because you're really turning your back on us at that point because who you think supports you? Yeah. If we're supporting you, we're going to support you wherever you go. But you're 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 willing to throw us under the bus to save face for boss man. Hit hit the button for me please, sir. Yeah. So, so now go ahead. Go ahead. Sorry, so the question I would like to ask to follow up and, and folks that are listening, if you're just kind of catching up, uh, this is 100 percent a topic about the American dream. Correct. And there's a lot to unpack here. Mm-hmm. So my question that I want to ask to tie it back to the initial topic is. How do you feel? Because I know how I feel and I know I've kind of talked about it a little bit when you see somebody who's bought into that concept. And you know that that concept is not meant for them. It wasn't created for them. How, do you, how does that make you feel? The American dream wasn't created for us. We were, we, it was created for us to play a part in it, but the part was very small and minimal as the worker. Never, the, never given the opportunity to own. So it's, it's, it's extremely hard for us to, to, to get to that level of ownership. So when you see people do that, you can't, you can't actually respect it. You can't, it, it should frustrate you, piss you off because they're selling their culture, our culture short of what can actually happen if we stick to our guns. And when I say stick to our guns, I mean stick with each other because we can carry, we can carry each other across the threshold if we, if we try, if we, if we just attempt it. If everybody just said, you know what? We're going to stick with everybody that's for us. For us, by us. That's FUBU. If we stick with that concept, we would get over the threshold 
easily. But you have the other side that that always tries to find a way. You know, y'all ain't going to make it if y'all, you know, you need me to do this, this, and this. You know, you need this, this, and this to get yeah. to this. So they keep that they keep that at, at carrot dangling yeah, out there. That's major right there. Which is to make you to make you think, hey, you you still gonna need us regardless. You gonna need us. We actually don't. Yeah. If we stick together, but you know, we got the issue with ourselves, yeah. and and this is another topic we are gonna have accountability within ourselves. Yeah. Community. See this? I've been sitting over here quiet and thinking. You know, you said, well, what what does that look like when you see somebody practicing what they think is the American dream, mm-hmm. right? <clears throat> I think, and I've seen, and, and I'm going to speak from experience, I've seen black people, and and I think even, even I've been a victim of this, so I'm not going to exclude myself. I'm going to put myself right here in the middle of it. Okay. But I think that it, being being someone who... You know, we weren't we, we weren't wealthy by no means growing up, right? But, but kind of are in a spot where it's like we kind of have arrived, right? Right, and it's almost like outside looking in. Sometimes I see, I catch myself doing it. It's like I it's like I'm judging when somebody's not doing the typical or the standard way to get their wealth, right? Yep. Like. I feel some type of way about it. I'll say something about it, but then I got to step back and be like, wait, 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 wait. There is no formula to this. The formula, well, the formula that that they want us to believe is this pull yourself up by your bootstraps Mm -hmm. and, and, and go get it. Right. But that's not, I mean, that's, that's the formula they want you to, to, to have. So you'll work for them. Yes. They don't, they don't talk about the the other formula, but me, I, I, I'm so used to, I grew up in that, in that do it the white way, the white way formula, yeah. right? Because that's what my parents taught me, right. go to grow up, go to school, get an education, get a job, yep. work for somebody and yes. make your money. Yes. You know what I'm saying? Like I didn't, I didn't get that. Well, wait, I can go make infinity, infinity numbers of dollars right. or monies right. doing my own thing. Yep. So now I'm judging my people, which has already put me in a divide against my yes. people because I have this skewed view of the American dream that yeah. I shouldn't even have to begin with because it, again, as Henry said, it doesn't include me and, at all. And now, <laughs> now I have become one of them yep. and now I'm hurting my people. Yep. You just, you, you've become a number in the assembly line. We've become tools. Yeah. Yeah. Pawns on the chessboard yeah. without even realizing because and, and specifically the group that I'm speaking to. And, and Todd, I'm glad you brought that up because I think all of us have come to that, come to somewhat of that point at some at some time in our life where, again, humble, humble beginnings, extremely humble beginnings. But then you start to do a little something, start to make a little bit more and then you start to make a little bit more. And life just kind of turns around and like doors just start to open up for you. Right. And, and I'm thinking like, man, if I can be here, then anybody can, because I know that there was, I wasn't blessed. You know, there was nobody, no angels came down from heaven and touched me on my forehead and said, Joe, you're going to be special. So I'm just as susceptible to being back in my neighborhood in Angster, Michigan, as anybody else who's still there that I grew up with. 
So for me, it's the challenge is how do I how do I explain or how do I put it out there? And because I'm bigger on the ripple effect and the butterfly effect, like how do I put this information out there to where one person gets it? They share it, not two people, and they share it, not four, and and so on and so forth. Gotcha. Where we understand that in this country, we were considered three fifths a human. Am I am I lying about that? No, not at all. Yeah, 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 that's what we when we arrive. Yeah, you're three fifths of you're, a human being. You're not even a real person, right? Yeah. Not when we arrived. Prior, was, yeah. When we when we arrived here, we were like when when the first black peoples came here in what 1619. 400 years ago, yeah. essentially, um, they were treated like everybody else. It wasn't until they started uh, mixing and mingling and doing well is when a group of people was like, ooh, hold on, they don't, mm-mm, we ain't going to have them doing better than us. Yeah, somebody rewrite <laughs> this thing, yeah. <laughs> so, so, so now think about that. Yeah. The, the same group that's saying you're not truly a human being is the same group that says selling the, you this American dream. The only way you can really get success, only way you can find it, you got to go to somebody's college. What is tied to college? Money. Money. Woo. Financial aid. Starts with a D. Debt. Boy, oh boy. So Debt. I really don't. You're still three fifths of human to me. Mm-hmm. But if I can keep you in debt. Yeah. Then I'm always good. Well, debt is slavery. Yeah. That is all debt is. Debt is slavery. Preach, a form, brother. A form of it. Preach, brother. I mean, debt, debt is the modern day slavery. It is. Because mm-hmm. think about it. If you're in debt and you quit paying your bills. Why you ain't think, hold on, I'm you, I'm, 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 I'm jumping here real quick. Okay. Why you think you ain't want to play student athletes for so long? Well, that's a whole nother. That's a whole nother. <laughs> that's a reason, really good topic. Which I can, I could go on for days about that. Uh-oh. Um. He's in here watching the football game. No, 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 no. But I'm just saying, you said you're going for days. I, that's what I was saying. Uh-oh, too. Oh, I was saying, no, I could. Um, I mean, we could talk about that. But, and, and, and this is not to bash anyone, but just look at the major sports and college sports. What what what, what is the, what, what do you see majority out there on the field? People of color. And how much do these schools make off them? Billions. Yeah, they make billions of dollars. I mean. And what do they tell you they give you? And, ed- and uh, we're education. giving you an education. And how many of them graduate or go to the league before it's time before they receive that full education? Well, that's that's a whole nother. Okay, no time before another day. Whole, gotcha. Okay, you got to break that down. You gotcha. have to break that down into segments. Yeah. Okay. Because um, okay, because a lot of kids graduate and don't have anywhere to go mm-hmm. after they graduate. Preach. Yeah. Because the ones happens, that don't make it to the league. Yeah. What yeah. happens is that these schools, and I was a victim of this, they, they throw you into a degree just to keep you eligible to play. That's right. So now you. What are you talking about? Physical education? I mean, <laughs> physical education is one. Like I went to. Communication is another. That's that, a big that one too. Use. Ma- mass, mass communication, communication is, yes. is like the, the general one for every athlete. Yeah. Um, but they put you in this stuff to keep. But that's another day. Yeah. I'm not. I'm not. I don't even know what I was talking about before. I'm sorry. I didn't mean to bust it, bust it up like that. You, you oh, just we're said, talking about debt. So, yeah, yeah. Debt. So again, if you're in debt, let's let's say you quit paying your bills, right? Mm-hmm. You can't. Do, you essentially cannot buy nothing or do anything in these United States. You can't get a house. Mm-hmm. You can't rent a house. Mm-hmm. If you if you rent a house, you got to have a co-signer. So you got to have another person who's gonna sign for you, saying, okay, if they 
default on their or yeah default on their debt, then I'll pay I'll take it. care and, of it. Yeah, and people ain't trying to do that. So yeah. essentially, they made you a black sheep. Yes. Now when you and then they tried to make the credit scores. Oh, well, we do the credit scores to make it to make it you know an even playing field yeah. for everybody. But they're using credit scores to to freaking disqualify you even more. So here's the thing. It, again, it's the modern day debt, and I think about it like this: police officer pulls over man going to work. Man going to work makes minimum wage. Mm-hmm. Man going to work ran a stop sign. Stop sign ticket is one hundred twenty five dollars. Man who just got this ticket can't pay it. Can't pay it. So now man who can't pay this ticket suspend his license. Suspended license. Now can't go to man work. now he's he's driving on suspended license. Get pulled over again for speeding. You're going to now jail. He's going to jail. Now you got a man in jail who was doing the right thing, mm-hmm. trying to do the right thing, mm-hmm. and now he's in jail, and now he's free labor essentially. Yeah. yeah. Now we're gonna get paid of him in jail. So tell me how and de- we ain't gotta money pay him. is not connected to the to the jail system. Like it's it's all the same. Yeah. And this is this is what I. So I'm I know we're all to a to a level of conspiracy theorists, and I know I'm a, I'm a huge one. But I'm also big into movies like the Marvel movies. And, and I love what they did with these movies, how they started way back in, in like the early 2000s all the way up to 2019. Mm-hmm. And they were able to tie all these movies together. Right. Yeah. Whoever created the Marvel Cinematic Universe for film had a plan. Yeah. And they executed that plan to perfection with the exception of Captain Marvel. That movie was trash. They just threw it in there last minute. But again, another topic, another day. Masterful plan. You finna get us shut down talking about <laughs> Captain Marvel. You're right. <laughs> but you get what I'm saying? Like, yeah. You have to be so strategic. Ahead of time. You have to be thinking so far, far down ahead. the line. Yeah. Yeah. To be able to know that, all right, we're going to start the story this way. And we're going to finish it this way. But what I think with those movies, and I know we're not talking about those movies, what I think would happen with those movies, they start, they started it. And as they add it, they start to build it on down the line. So if you think how society is and same thing, it's the same concept. Yes. I don't think they seem that far of what it could actually be. What, but once they started, like once they started the original, whatever the first one mm-hmm. was, like, oh, people gravitate to this. Well, let's see if we can tie this one into that one. Mm-hmm. Oh, people gravitated to both of those. Let's tie this one to that yeah. one. Because in the original, one well, the original movies, they didn't start to throw those. You know, at the end of them, when the credits roll, yeah. they throw that next the clip for mm-hmm. the connectors. It wasn't like that in the original ones. Yeah, you're right. But now, once they said, let's try it and see what it does. Does it connect and see if it had to draw the buzz mm-hmm. for the next film? Yeah. Then that's what they did. So it, what you're saying ties into what we're talking about. Yeah. So so here's Let's what I was going to say. Let's throw this in here. And, yeah. Oh, if that ties into it, throw that in there. And what you're talking about is evolution. Yeah. So again, I, I was going to the same place. Like, obviously, the MCU, Marvel Cinematic Universe, obviously it evolved. Mm-hmm. Todd just said it a second ago. Mm-hmm. What else do you think has evolved? Racism. Racism. <laughs> yeah. Slavery. Yeah. Well, it has to evolve. It couldn't stay the same thing with chains I mean, and whips. I, I think, and I'll say this, and then I'll shut up and let you think about it, but we just take gerrymandering and and take that example. Have you, and, and we'll use Nashville for an example. Okay, hold on, hold on. Hold on. Todd, break down gerrymandering mandarin for the people that don't know what that is. Oh, God. So that <laughs> that's going to require a Google search because yeah. the guy, because the guy's name was, was his name Jerry? His the name, guy was, who his created name was the, 
gerrymander. Gerrymander. That's it. I'm playing. I have no idea. I'm just. It may be. I don't know. (laughs) Um, Damn it. Damn it. Um, I mean, throw you on the spot like that, brother. No, it's okay. Because I I, I don't want to tell people the wrong. I just want to know. There's some people that may not know what that is. Mm -hmm. And they'll be like, so what is he talking about? I don't want to lose nobody. But here's the thing. Here's here's quick definition of gerrymandering. Gerrymandering is a practice of intended um, is a practice intended to establish a political advantage for a political party by a group um, by a party or a group by manipulating district boundaries. Mm-hmm. So they do this and I, I wish I knew that guy's name who started this and it had it, it has something to do with the name but whatever. But either okay. way what I'm trying to say is this guy had enough wherewithal to think like, oh, wait, look, I know that these districts are changing. I know that these districts are that were traditionally white are now turning black. And I know that there's a band of white people who think like me around this this black band here. So I'm going to draw the districts. I'm going to make these districts look like this band to fit the narrative of my people. So this district, this gerrymandered district only has white folks in it who vote Republican. Mm-hmm. But really that whole area, the rest of that area is a is a Democratic area. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Yep. So like there so if you look in at Nashville, Nashville has a very interesting um boundary that it, it's been gerrymandered, which they're gonna redo it again because yeah. <laughs> that area that they gerrymandered is now becoming a more diverse area. So right. they're gonna lose the Republicans will lose that district. Um, but it's funny because if you look at the, the map of Nashville, like right in the middle, it's all Democratic, right? Mm-hmm. But there's a horseshoe around the edge of it. They and I think it covers like Madison and it goes down like I don't know, down here to part of South Nashville and part of West, but it's historically white area that mm-hmm. it's in and it's it's a republican stronghold it's like the last republican stronghold in davidson county yeah. <laughs> so it's kind of <laughs> you see it in real life right here yeah so again i'm, I'm gonna jump back on that so one of my challenges that i have there it is governor elbridge jerry that's him okay yep, that's him because so, i because i think they said it was a group of um uh it was either his constituents or a, a couple of the um, the other like senators in his state, and they called it. Well, they're just he's gerrymandering it because yeah. he he thought of the plan, so I was like, we're going to gerrymander this. Yeah. So, and and that so <clears throat> evolution jumping back onto that evolution. Mm-hmm. It's so funny to me that people will talk about how things have changed so much, but realistically, they haven't. It's just evolved. Yeah. Slavery is just different now. So, uh, but if we can keep pulling this wool over your eyes and make you think it's done changed a lot, you're going to stake a tent with what's going on. But how do you, and that's where I was going to go. So how do you control that? If I'm, if I'm on top, because I'm, I agree with you. I don't think that necessarily the folks who started the movies for, for Marvel were thinking like we can make this 100% happen, but I believe they had a vision yeah. and said, this is the potential of what this could be. They had the vision board up. I think the same thing is true with this country. I believe yeah. that they said, all right, now, eventually, we're not going to legally be able to have slaves anymore. But, how, can we, how can we maintain that same control? Well, see, this is, this is my thing. This is how I have. 13th Amendment. I was going to say. <laughs> but this is my thing. Like, and this is where I was going with that. 
when they signed the Constitution and the Declaration of Independence, how many black people were present to speak on our behalf? How many well, we weren't, native we weren't people then? We were yeah. <laughs> but what I'm saying, how many Native Americans was present? How well, many they didn't they didn't count? How many Hispanic people were present? They, I get they you. Didn't count like either. how many other <laughs> different races white, were white, uh-uh, white? That's what I'm saying. So white. <laughs> when they when they wrote these things and, and and developed these plans, no other race was present. So who do you think that was to benefit? Who's going to benefit the most if no one else is present in the room? Absolutely. If no one, if everybody looks like me in that room, I have in mind to keep everybody in, that looks like me in this room in power or in a position to make a move where they'll better them themselves. Everybody else, when we were signing these documents, they were working for us. So that's the same premise and the same concept today. Mm-hmm. When we make when they make business deals, it's not for the benefit of you. Yeah, we gonna we gonna we gonna make you think we're working for you. You working for us? If some if a company is able to pay you sixty to seventy thousand dollars a year, mm-hmm. how much are they really making? That's a great question. How much are they really making? Like, and I'm gonna take it an example of athletes. If these NFL owners are able to pay, let's go with the top guys in the league, LeBron James, if they're able to pay him $35 to $40 million a year, how much are they really making? When there's 14 other guys on the roster, mm-hmm. there's the coaching staff, Yeah, there's the employees of the arena, the st- there's the trainers, there's the scouts, there's so many people associated. Yeah. So when people start talking about how disappointed they are in these athletes for making all this money, but you got teachers out here, firefighters, police officers who are Man, actually that's another doctors. topic for another day. It is, day. it is, but it, it Boy, ties directly. Yeah, that's you, you that's get what crazy, I'm saying. Yeah. So it's like because that's real. It's like, dang, you're an athlete and you're making all this, but these people are really impacting and lives. Then, and then they wonder why the education system is so horrible, mm-hmm. and teachers really don't care. Well, if you're paying them twenty eight to thirty thousand a year when the cost of living is double that, what do you want them to care about? They got to go from here to another job just to make ends meet. So let me let me jump back because Todd mentioned okay. this. So I, I want to read it real quick, just a piece of it. And this is from the Constitution. This mm-hmm. is the 13th Amendment. Neither slavery nor involuntary servitude, except as punishment for crime whereof the party shall have been duly convicted, shall exist within the United States or any place subject to their jurisdiction. Oh, so you're talking about imprisonment. Imprisonment. Now, when was that written? Uh, 1789. Revised in 1992. Okay, so in 1789. Hold on, who was in office in 92 when that was revised? I'd have to pull that one up. Let me see if I can find that one real quick. Wasn't that the former vice president? Who was in office in 92? I mean, when, well, he when, wasn't. When, no, no, no. When, was no, when he wasn't in office, but he office. was. He was part of the one that's Biden. He was part of that whole. He was part of that whole ordeal, right? Wasn't he know. part of the? Wasn't I, he part of some governor or something that signed off on that nah, as well? He wasn't, a, he wasn't a governor. He was a. He's always been a, a senator. Yeah. When didn't he sign off on that bill too? What bill? It was a bill, like the 94 bill, where it was... Uh, oh, you're talking about the crime bill? Yeah, the crime bill. Oh, the, the yeah, that was the Clintons. So he he might have been a part of that. But yeah, that was definitely Hillary pushing that, and Bill signed off on it as the president. In 92, so when that's they revised your, the 13th Amendment. Your maximum minimums and your, yeah, your yeah. three-time... Yeah, three-strike three, three 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 rule. Yeah. yeah. So when they, when they did the... Um, 
when was when was um when was ah when was it when did when did that amendment when did that amendment get passed originally yeah this was written in 1789 all right so how many of us was how many of us was was in that room when that was not, written in 1789 i don't even care about that part <laughs> like what about it's 1789 was that part was that part original to that amendment in 1789 that's what i want to know do we know that i don't know maybe that's a good time for us to take a break let's take a break we're gonna pay some bills and we'll come back and maybe we'll have an answer yes sir So we said we was gonna have some answers for you when we when we returned mm-hmm. from paying bills. Uh, so we were trying to figure out when the Thirteenth Amendment was was ratified. I guess ratified. Yeah. When was that? So I would like to apologize. I was giving out some uh, forty five news. Mm-hmm. The Thirteenth Alternative Am- Facts. Yeah. The Thirteenth Amendment, which formally abolished slavery in the U.S., passed the Senate on April eighth. 1864 and the house on January 31st, 1865 on February 1st, 1865, Abraham Lincoln approved the joint resolution of Congress submitting the proposed amendment to the state legislatures. All right. Now what year was that again? 1864, 1865. What was going on then? Are you talking, wait, are you in 1865, 1864, 1865, what was going on? You're talking about the war? Civil War. Mm-hmm. Right? Civil War, Civil right? War, right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Now, we're going to free y'all because we need y'all help. In 1863, I think it was 1863, slaves were officially freed. Right. In 1863. Right. Now, when was that passed? 1864. All right. So now, here, this is what you got. Now, this is this is where your police come into, come into play. Mm-hmm. This mm-hmm. is when, they, when you started having slave patrols. And that's why you think they call police patrolling now, right? Mm-hmm. That's, it's it's an old school thing. Yep. Now you had this thing happen in eighteen. So we had we had this pass in eighteen, or we had black people being free in eighteen sixty three officially. Mm-hmm. Um, then we had this <laughs> act in eighteen sixty four. Then we had the creation of these slave patrols. Now, mm-hmm. when black people were free, they're like, "All right, you free, go do whatever do you want to do." Mm-hmm. Now they're free. Well, well, hell, where do we go? What do we do? So this is when they started creating because we don't have nothing. This is when they started creating these loitering laws. Mm-hmm. So now you can't be black and stand in a group of with a group of black people because now you're loitering. Yep. Now loitering back then you could go to jail for. Yep. So that was how they were rounding up a bunch of black people, and because they put that in the in that damn amendment, it's like oh shit, if we get them for loitering or doing anything else that they shouldn't be doing, but they weren't doing nothing, right? We put them in jail. They're still slaves. So. Let me read it again. Neither slavery nor involuntary servitude, except as punishment for crime whereof the party shall have been duly convicted, shall exist within the U.S. or any place subject to their jurisdiction. So exactly what you're saying. There you go. How do you not? How, how do people not see that though? Because because nobody. This doesn't. This is this is where you got to read between the lines. Like this is not history that is taught. Joe, openly. when mm-hmm. that when that was written, who was in the room? 
<laughs> but I mean, you're right. But I mean, think about rights. So this again, this is where I was going earlier. This is what bothers me. one of the things because there's a lot. But this is this one is of the this things. This country's Bible you're messing with here. You're right, and that's what bothers <laughs> me about the folks in this country that pretend like the United States of America is this amazingly wonderful place. Yes, there's opportunity give more so than sick, certain give other us places. Your poor, give us your that 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 hoopla. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. It just boggles my mind that all this evidence that we just went through with just the thirteenth alone. Yeah. Just the thirteenth amendment alone. So from, many people will turn a blind eye to it. But then you'll have and again, my beef is not with. It's not really there because I've gotten to the age where I'm. I'm like, you know what? Instead of me trying to fight. Why am I not trying to build? Mm-hmm. So my beef is more so with the people that look like me, especially my, my brothers that look like me. Build and unite. That will see something like this and will still turn their back on it. Yeah. As if something that you're saying is, is dogmatic, it's false, that you're just still uh, uh, being hateful and you're, you're participating in the same activities that we found ourselves being the victims of before, just in a reverse fashion. That is that man. It 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 bites. Yeah, it, it gets to his soul. If you can see his face, the face he just made. You would understand. I, I'm looking dead at him, so I understand where the, where the pain and the and the and it's coming from. So so for me, when I hear the American dream, mm-hmm. it doesn't include you. It doesn't, and I know this for a fact that it does not include me. It doesn't simply include because you. of what we talked about right here. Because before 1863, who was in the prisons? Who was in jail? Everybody that wasn't white. No. No, no, no. It was it was white folks. Oh, you're talking about when it was before plenty. they got it yeah. was before they it, all it was was white that's folks. Yeah, because oh, we, yeah, yeah. we was on the field. Yeah, 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 yeah. Exactly. But yeah, yeah, I get you. I get we, what you're we saying. We were in our own prison, but I mean yeah, yeah, the actual I was prison. At that, I and that was makes in sense. Our prison. Yeah, okay, gotcha. The actual prison system that existed was full of white men. Mm-hmm. So if, it, if you're seeing right now, the 13th Amendment is basically saying slavery is illegal unless you're in jail. Yeah. So to Todd's point, how can we evolve racism and supremacy? Well, let's put it in the Constitution, use these words, mm-hmm. twist these words yeah. to use them to our advantage to say, all right, now we got to come up with ways to Michael Vick people. Yep, I said it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> That whole case they created on the fly. Yes, they did. Every law was created on the fly. For dogs. For dogs. They built that those laws on the fly for mm-hmm. Vic. Same thing he's like with loitering. Built it on the fly. You get what I'm saying? So if see, I, can, I have a whole, uh, uh, that whole Michael Vick thing, I have a whole different feeling about that. His brother should have took that charge. It wouldn't have made that, it wouldn't even went that far. How do you not take, how do you, We'll talk about that later. Yeah, that's that's yeah. that's an, again another yeah, topic. Yeah, that's another topic for another day. But again, tying it all back to that whole American dream concept, we live in a country that we know for a fact looked at us one way. If we want you, we will get you. And the the look, the way they looked at us, it didn't really change. Mm-mm. They just had to evolve the way in which the interaction took place. So yes, we can't legally in front of the public, we can't have slaves anymore. I can't whip you. I can't maim you. I can't rape you. I can't 
break up your families intentionally but, in front of the world for everyone to see. But if I imprison you, if I put, I'm doing the exact same, same thing. thing. Well, let's. I'm. 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 I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go oddball here for a second. So, say for instance, when they wrote those the the Constitution and all that, it was in in mind with the people that they already had in prisons, which were white folks. And they wrote that just for them alone. So there was no underlining there of we writing this to, to, for black people. Mm-hmm. We writing this for the white people that we already have in prisons. Mm-hmm. And then somebody just got smart and said, aha, I can't even, I can't even yeah. fix it that way. Yeah, Never no, mind. Can't. No. <laughs> I tried. It wasn't, I was going no, to try they, to do something. Everything but, that, yeah. Everything yeah. That, that, think about everything I was that going your government with, does is intentional. Yeah. But see, I was trying to go with the benefit of the doubt whole thing there and just to say, hey, well, let's put the shoe on the other foot mm-hmm. and make it. F- what about if it was really f- this? You can't do it. Nope. No. And think about, I, I mean, I'm sorry, bro. What I didn't say when, when, when um when I was talking about this earlier is that when all this started happening, it was a way that the South could still keep slaves because yep. what, what they were doing is that they, they would round up all these slaves in jail and they don't have anywhere to go. They make them pay fines again. If you can't pay the fine any money to pay the fine. So well, guess what? Go you got to work this debt off. Exactly. <laughs> so they'll send you to somebody's plantation mm-hmm. in Texas somewhere yeah. mm-hmm. and you're working for free again. Well, you know, that was the whole thing. We we really wasn't free when they signed that amendment because, you know, that was one of the reasons for the Civil War. The South was like, I don't care what he talking about in in D.C. or wherever they was at the time. We still going to do our thing down here. We're going to break away from that, from what they talking about. I mean, I mean, they were going through all that at that time. I mean, clearly. Yeah. Clearly, they that was that was Washington's way of trying to appease the south but the south was like no we're i mean good the south was making billions of dollars in in slavery yeah with, with cotton yeah. alone right so they're like we don't need essentially it's kind of like we don't need you to govern us yeah it's, it's kind of like what and and i just saw this in the news um so trump threatened um he threatened california like we're not going to give you any more money to to help fight these wildfires hmm but like, why would you threaten your biggest taxpayer? Like, California is—they are the United States' biggest taxpayer. They pay the most money to the federal government out of anybody else. I think he just wakes up and, and says, "Aha! I got a bright idea." But I'm just saying, like, people don't think you don't—you think that you—you you think you've done something, and then you're like, "Well, shit, I can keep going." And then that other person's like, eh, no, we ain't gonna, we ain't gonna, we ain't gonna let that ride. And that's kind of what happened with the South. The South got too big for the britches in the United, the United States at the time. The North was like, eh, no, we can't let that ride. Right. So it's the same thing like with, with Trump in California right now. Like they like, eh, you keep talking, we might break away from you. <laughs> so, which would be very interesting. That would, would be, be so the interesting. Republic of California. Yep. And then, but you see what that. Let, let's let's put this into context. They would never let that happen. Because if one state does it, look at the floodgates that opens up. Well, now let's... So let's talk about California for a minute. Okay. They got to march to their own drum anyway. They did. Because they were the first... The governor signed off on that pay-to-play act. Yeah. 
that's the first state to do that. Yeah. So I would not be surprised if they were the first state to try to emancipate to themselves. But yeah. I mean, Texas but, and California could do it, no doubt. But just think about that for a second there. Then you become an enemy. Not necessarily. Forty five in office, you become an enemy. But but not necessarily. I mean, like I said, it, it wouldn't happen. They're the largest taxpayer to for the United States government. Like, <laughs> there's no way in hell that that they would let that happen. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. That, but that, that's but what still, saying. It, it it could right. But, yeah, like, yeah. Now they, it could, but happen. Forty five. He doesn't have good common sense. He he has. Uh, he suffers from affluenza, just like the dude who killed those people and him and his mom were on the run and again another law was made up he suffered from affluenza he was so affluent so rich so wealthy that he didn't understand the consequences of his actions well, again that's another topic even, another day i don't that even was, that was crazy yeah i don't yeah. i don't know that. nothing about that i, I, like, I would never know i'm so i rich. could never suffer yeah, from that yeah. <laughs> trouble wow so let me if y'all don't mind me throwing a little uh Little, little something in here real quick. Go ahead, brother. As we're talking about the American dream, I want to speak about our national anthem. Oh, say can't. That one. Yeah, that yeah. one right there. The one that I. Yeah, <laughs> the one the one that they were hating on Kaepernick, Ed Reed, and so many other of these brothers who stood up like, you know what, this country is unjust towards people of color. That was mm-hmm. the original stance, right? Yeah. yeah. So oh, how oh, so, but hold on. The kneeling came in when a veteran said instead of sitting down i prefer you to take a knee mm-hmm. okay never mind yeah yeah yeah, yeah. so you got all of that but yeah. i want you guys to listen the author of the star spangled banner mm-hmm. name is francis scott key okay out of maryland okay we sing the first stanza all the time okay but we don't sing two through four but i want to give a little perspective okay for the listeners for anybody who's never done this research never looked into who this man was mm-hmm. and how he felt Okay. So third stanza, stanza uh, towards the middle end, this is what it says. No refuge could save mm-hmm. the hireling and slave from the terror of flight or the gloom of the grave. Nobody and the star-spangled can... banner in triumph doth wave or the land of the free and the home of the brave. So... What I just took from what you read was nobody can save you slaves from what we going to do to you, regardless of what they're promising you. Try to run if you want. But see, you didn't even you didn't even read the the line before where you started. Their blood had washed out of their foul footsteps pollution. Mm -hmm. (laughs) (laughs) Think about that. So, again, we just talked about how the world, how the country rather felt about us yes sir what our position was yes sir our humanity yes sir that we did not have yes sir three-fifths but then it says right here or the land of the free and the home of the brave <laughs> so we know for a fact that this song wasn't written for you it wasn't written for us Mm-mm. we were not intended to be a part of this because we wasn't free nor they thought we weren't brave francis scott key was also an anti-abolitionist he was a lawyer, mm-hmm. so he fought against free the freedom, the freeing of slaves. Mm-hmm. Even though eventually he got to the point where he did free some slaves. Mm-hmm. Oh, but oh. you know that's so, 
So let me get back. How you old said, was he when he done that? You said no <laughs> refuge could save the Airling enslaved. So Airlings were the professional British troops. Mm-hmm. Key's mm-hmm. mocking them for doing the uh, for. Key is mocking them for doing it for the money, mm-hmm. along with their stealing and ransom, mm-hmm. ransoming that they were doing because essentially the British were like pirates. Yeah. Um, and they think that slaves is a reference uh, to the colonial Marines who were slaves held captive by uh, the Americans that escaped and were offered the opportunity to fight on the British side to earn freedom. So, so essentially he's mocking, he's mocking British people and he's mocking black people. Essentially. Essentially. Right. (laughs) And when was this song written again? We have a date on this song. I had to pull that up the date when this was actually okay. written. But now go ahead, go ahead. You was you was you was going somewhere with that. Yeah, I think you was going to the fourth part of the. Of the no, I wasn't. I, I don't even need to read it anymore. So, okay. this, so, and I'm I'm gonna say this: this that second one you said from the terror of flight or the gloom of the grave. Mm-hmm. They, and and CNN did a they did an article on this, and that's why I'm reading this from. It's a phenomenal article where they kind of broke it down. But you know, they think that when that that sentence there, they think that that was key reacting as a slave owner. Um, because he had a bunch of slaves who were trying to join the British mm-hmm. and he was, you know, he's calling this an unpatriotic act. Right. And this is a perilous fight. And basically he's writing this to threaten his slaves, you know, with gloom of the grave. Mm-hmm. Right. So look, if you leave and go fight for the British, I'm going to kill your ass. Yeah. 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 So, You're going to die. There's a consequence. Yeah. But this is what, this is what baffles me about this whole thing. When, when they came over here originally, they were trying to escape the mm-hmm. same thing that they that they put they put out. Mm-hmm. They set forth. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, I guess I don't get it. Like, if you were trying to escape this, and you know how it made you feel when you were trying to escape Britain, because you were be, feel like you were being mistreated. How do you come over here and mistreat someone? That, my dear friend, is what I like to call the American dream. Okay. Yeah, I, I, and, and yeah, that's what I'm looking at. That is my first. So I think that what has been so cleverly titled as the American dream is the cover for what it really is. Mm-hmm. The real American dream is by any means that you can take advantage of people in a lesser state than you, whether it's financial, whether it's uh, intelligence or access, resource, whatever it is, if I have the upper hand, over I'm, someone else, I'm using to my benefit. I'm going to use that to my benefit. I'm not going to pull anybody up so that pull yourself up by your bootstraps. It fits so perfectly in that. It's not my responsibility to help you. Mm-hmm. It's your responsibility to help yourself. Yeah, help but yourself because you if, got the same platform and the same playing field. But if everything out there is meant to hold you back from our constitution to our government to the rules and regulations, to the prison system, to schooling. If all of this, and maybe this is me being the conspiracy theorist, but if all of these things strategically work to keep you in a specific position, you're never going to be able to pull yourself up by your bootstraps, but you're going to think that that's your responsibility Mm -hmm. as opposed to somebody getting out of your way. That's all it takes. Mm -hmm. I don't need you to give me anything. Get out of my way. So Tulsa, Oklahoma, 
Don't Black do Wall it. Street. Don't do it. We've seen. Don't do it. They dropped so many bombs in that place. <laughs> don't do it. But that was the American dream, though, right? Yeah, yeah. We, we, that's we, what it was supposed to be. We took we we took the American dream upon ourselves. And they said, "Oh, wait a freaking minute here." So if they unite and stick together, they can do that. Mm-hmm. And meanwhile, ours is crumbling. Mm-hmm. Oh shit! No, not today. They want to be us, but they don't want to be us. Mm. Not today. We gonna. <laughs> and with that, <laughs> we run out of time. So. Final thoughts. What you got, Henry? I don't know, man. Really, really. I I I feel like my final thoughts would be would open up a, another can of worms. So I'm gonna save it. Okay. For another show. Okay. But I will say this: my new slogan for the show is "Let's build and unite." I can dig it. Build and unite, regardless of what you look like. Build and unite. Mm-hmm. We can get further in life if we help one another. Then we will plan plan against each other, cause I mean you know plan against each other gets us nowhere. Plan against each other gets us four years, four hundred years of history that no one really wants to speak on. Yeah, everybody wants to live. Oh man, that was four hundred years ago. We good now. Yeah, yeah, we good now. No, 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 we're not, because you got to think of the trauma. Yeah, this genetics, this genetically in our DNA now. Mm-hmm. You have to think of the setbacks from not being on a plan, a, a, a even playing field. Mm-hmm. That's why I look at my brothers and, and and not speaking of my brothers like personal brothers, but people that I've known growing up mm-hmm. that did illegal things to just make a buck. I used to be like, man, why do you do that? That's 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 beneath you. But now I understand. Like, if you've been told that this is what you were your whole life. You start to believe it. And these are the things you do yeah. because you don't see a bigger picture yeah. because everything that's written, everything that's published, everything that's anywhere, anywhere says you three fifths of a man anyway. Yeah. You ain't nothing. You ain't nothing. No way. So I'm going to leave you with this. It is absolutely time for us to reestablish our version of success. Parents, stop telling your children that success is connected to debt. College is not success. You can find some wonderful things through it, but it is not the only way. It's a four-year vacation. Reestablish success that completely connects and ties itself to how are you when it comes to dealing with other people. What are you, what are you doing to assist somebody else? Entrepreneurship is big. We can do it. We can do it with each other. Let's go back to the bartering system. If you ain't got it, I got it. You need it. What you got that I need, let's switch it back. Let's take it back. And I don't have anything to say. I am going to ride off into the sunset. <laughs> and uh, we will see you next time. So with that, we out. Peace. Peace and love.